Hey Ryan, I'm thinking of starting another podcast. Yeah, and what about? How to sell black market toenail clippings. It's going to be a hit. Why would... Never mind, never mind. I don't know who would listen to that, but more power to you. Only issue I'm having is uh, where to host it. I've tried different places. I've checked out uh, different hosting sites. All of the hosting sites cost money. And the few free ones that don't, they don't give you anything like listener views or geolocation, like where they're listening from. And on top of all that, I still need to make my own website. You do know with Fire Talk Radio, where our show's hosted at, we use Anchor.fm, right? Huh? It's great. It's free. You can see how many downloads each episode has, where people are listening from. That's Anchor.fm. That's right. You sent that to me. Well, do I still need to create my own website to uh, get it to, like, Apple and Stitcher? No, Anchor does that all for you. When you sign up with your email, it gives you everything you need to host your own show and podcast. It gives you the website. It gives you the RSS feed. It allows you to attach it to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all the other ones. Thanks, man. That makes things a ton easier. Now, can you take a look at this rash? I'm worried I have monkeypox. Uh, no, that's all you, man. That's a personal problem. So, what was that website again? Man, you got a, such a short attention span. I'll it's Anchor.fm. Either go on your phone, your tablet, or your computer. I'll just send you the link as a backup again. But check out Anchor.fm. <laughs> Thank you for coming back to the epi- this episode of the Fire Talk Radio. This is episode four. This episode was recorded on April 8th, 2021. I'm Jason, and with me is Ryan. How you doing, Ryan? Oh, I was just peachy, man. How, how, how's your day? I'm <laughs> doing okay, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but you know what? Uh, we are missing uh, our third compadre uh and he's not here so um but uh you know uh you're gonna hear things from our perspective today and uh you know on the next one hopefully we can get back uh hear a little bit a uh, few different perspectives on things uh, brian uh what are we gonna be going over today oh so today we're gonna talk about what launched today uh biden talking about the new eo that he presented about gun control um and then we're gonna look at more of the Derek chauvin trial um more in depth of that when they release the uh medical examiner's um autopsy of george floyd uh, a little bit more of a perspective situation on that um a couple things to lighten the load uh Chuck Schumer's version of reforming federally regulated medical marijuana for recreational 
and then about the family that got kicked off the Spirit Airlines uh, for the two year not wearing a mask and their special needs son not able to wear a mask due to the fact that it causes seizures and a guy got his last paycheck out of pennies and then took it to a coin star. (laughs) Um, Man, that's expensive too because they charge you to... I know, right? Um, And then we're going to talk about the possibility of continuing uh, Donald Trump's border wall and what Jen Psaki had to say that the the funds are paused, Um, which I don't fucking understand why they're paused. See that they're there or they're not. Um, they should be there because. Of, well, let's start. Let's start off with of, that. Uh, so, so yeah. So this past week, um, you know, as the Biden administration and all their glory and wisdom, you know, his uh, seventy-eight years of wisdom on his first day. Um, One hundred and twenty-eight years. 128 yeah 78 years old 128 (laughs) years in washington and in that time um president houseplant as ben shapiro likes to call him because that's essentially what he is um he reminds me of a zombie from the walking dead like the first like four seasons (laughs) before they got all like mucicide and started like deteriorating like when there were actual people people walking around i'm just waiting for like the head to like to crack and (laughs) well as it goes right now i think he's fallen uh, a few different times trying to go up into air force one that they're going to have to get one of them chairs that go up and down yeah the uh the the electric climber yeah uh, see you, do, you see them infomercials on at like two in the morning if you actually still watch tv um which makes me wonder if they're geared towards people that are shall we say older are they really up at two in the morning? It all. De- I mean, it, I guess it all depends on uh, if they're wasted or not. I know my grandparents <laughs> are probably if they're wasted. Well, he does. You know, when he did, gives a speech, he does sound like he's drunk. So, I mean, he. I mean, it's kind of hard. He has to slow down and think about it because he doesn't have his teleprompter up. Right. Um, <laughs> or well, I mean, teleprompter. He, Right, that, teleprompter that, that have pictures of the uh, journalists, so he knows who to call on. That's actually I found out is a very uh, normal thing. Really, for presidents to have it is. Um, uh, the I always Kaylee thought McEnade, Kelly McEnade stated that she has noticed that Obama's press secretary had it, Bush's had it, uh, she had it. But she was one to memorize the fucking names quicker enough than most people. Um, but she was also not afraid to ask ask for questions from anyone where right. most that- likely they would probably be picky and choosy, as you notice that they still are now. Well, are uh, you kidding me? Uh, you look at that press conference that he gave, what, now two weeks ago, I think it was. And- that's a joke. 
they were all softballs. You know they they pick and chose exactly who they were going to call on. I'm sure they knew which questions. Some of them looked like he was reading the answers directly from the piece of paper. Um, there there was one question he was asked uh, during that, if I remember correctly, he was talking about the wall and on talking about how Donald Trump had it. They believe that Donald Trump had it right. Um, and I and I don't know if that's the question or not, but I do remember. Oh, no, that was if he was running again. Oh, yes. That stupid goes, ass question and him saying, we don't even know if Republicans will be there. Yeah. No, but he asked about your predecessor announced to vote. He goes, oh, my predecessor. Oh, how do I miss him? I'm like, oh, you miss him because you have no one else to blame. Right. Now you're to blame. And speaking of blame, his first day, you know, his big slew of executive orders that basically he made a blanket statement of if uh, Trump signed it, he's going to unsign it. And one of the things he unsigned was construction of the wall, which brings multiple issues in one. Some of that money or good portion of that money was allocated by the Senate. Yep. Which the president doesn't have the purse strings to be able to stop that funding. So I'm not sure how that's going to uh, play out there. Well, um, the the thing is that, that um, from the White House briefing, when that question was asked about the, fu- about the funds that were already, they stated that they didn't eliminate the funds. They're just not paying anybody until they can figure out what to do. So it's paused. That's their, that is their exact excuse for it is that the funds are paused. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm fucking finished the goddamn wall. Uh, Please. (laughs) Well, exactly. Well, here's the thing. Now, uh, the DHS secretary, uh, actually said we need to finish the wall because people are pouring in to the unfinished areas between the Mm -hmm. sections of the walls that are finished. Well, the FBI was it last week caught two terrorists. Yes. Known terrorists from Yemen coming into our Southern border. Yeah. You don't think it's a fucking problem? So basically what the wall is at this point is a big giant colander. Right, yeah. I mean, it's not even like a cheesecloth that like, you know, stops things from coming through. It's like a colander with too big of holes. So, do you ever do you ever like uh try to make like ramen noodles or rice or something and drain it through a colander? And then at the bottom, you have all of these like little pieces that slip through. Yeah. That's basically what the wall is right now. They stopped the wall. It's got it. They, because they had, but they built it in sections. They didn't like start at one end and just keep building all the way across the country. They, they built sections and then they were going to conjoin sections together with sections that have been there for years. Yeah. My partake on how that was, it was. 
when they were able to um, get the land. Because I know when they were doing the wall at first, they didn't have the sale yet of all the land. So I was reading on that years ago when they were starting to do the wall, how they got the land. The actual farmers that owned that land sold it to the federal government for a dollar. Yeah. And I was like, he said, because most farmers actually came out and said, if they are putting the wall up, I will sell that chunk for a dollar that they need. Yeah. And it's not just the wall. That's the other part of it is that funding, as you mentioned in the last podcast, goes towards the technology, the uh, the heat seeking or the, the heat cameras, the infrared, the infrared. cameras. Um, the roads, they have high-speed roads to be able to get Border Patrol down the wall or two different areas of the wall so that when that something pops up, they can react and get there. That's the point of a wall. A wall is not going to keep people out 100%. It's there to make it difficult. It's, it's, it's just to be a generalized deterrent. I mean... You want to talk about a successful wall? Look at the Great Wall of China. Honestly, it's, it's not a great, what... it's not a complete it's not it doesn't keep everybody out. No, but it keeps a majority. As bad as the sounds, the Berlin Wall. Berlin Wall. I mean, I don't know of I, I I know of one story of somebody that got across the Berlin Wall in a hot air balloon. Um, but outside of that, I mean, they were freaking. You know, they had not only a wall; they had landmines. They had uh, gr- uh, oh, what? Yeah. Uh, what's that wire called? The razor wire? It's not grout wire. It's, barbed wire. It's no, it's but it's got the razors on it, not just barbs. Mm. Um, but either way, the razor wire, uh, yeah. they had that. It was being patrolled by dogs and by people. They had lights going all over. I mean, if somebody There's... got close to the wall, it's not like it would, there was a wall there and like, you know, like, hey, I'm going to play volleyball over this wall with somebody on the other side. Right. I mean... That was, I mean, that indicates about like the 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 markup from the last episode. I was talking uh, of the coyote dropping the two children. Oh, he climbed such the wall. A sad pulled. video to watch. It's horrific. You, oh no! Then someone sent me a link. Yeah, yesterday, I put it in our Discord channel. Eventually, we get this family built up. I will start making a community on Discord for everybody to join. Um. There was a video of a gentleman in Texas that had about 15 illegal children in the back of his van. A good Samaritan stopped the car and was preventing the car from leaving because of no seatbelts, no car seats. They were breaking state law. The driver would not identify himself. They stalled him enough to alert cops cops came in and then removed the kids and then or 
made the guy confess who was doing it. They cut the film. They cut the feed before that all happened, which that's the thing. Nobody realizes this is happening. People are being removed from their homes for illegals to be put in. Um, people who have foster kids. That's right. It's, I did see that story of the family that um, got displaced in Washington. Yes. Yes. Which I I think he, I the here the so I found out what happened to the children, the foster children, when they heard the good when they heard the news that this was happening. Uh, the oldest tried to commit suicide. She was hospitalized. The, the middle child that was there ran away because they she didn't want to go anywhere else. And the youngest didn't know what to do. Was just just literally just went inside. The, the level of mental anguish that motion did to that family is absolutely terrible it is and the thing is they're just one story that we're hearing about Uh, that's the thing is because this isn't something anybody wants to talk about that's what's sad and uh, i believe things like this needs to be brought up this is not political but i i don't care if you're left i don't care if you're right if you're okay with children being displaced for any reason whatsoever it causes everything to just melt i know i'm a subject of all of this in many different ways but I know I remember I know Andy and I got into a, a discussion about cuz it's children and it was with the um oh displacing the, the homeless field. yeah problem and that's where it make the arguments hard cuz we're we're throwing our own back out onto the street to help oh. another kind and I understand where Andy was coming from there are children they needed somewhere to go. They had nowhere to go. Well, and the thing is, is in in my view, it's one thing for people coming over and or wanting asylum. The Trump administration did it correctly by saying we're not taking any asylum unless you come through either a a port of entry or go to a u.s embassy that's the thing these people that travel from you know honduras and all of that all the way up they could have just went to the u.s embassy right there yeah and but they didn't want to primarily in my opinion they didn't want to because they were sold a bill of goods by the coyotes these human traffickers and also our own politicians that make them believe, oh, all you have to do is get past this line and you're inside the U.S. And even if you get caught, they'll let you in the U.S. anyway. Yeah. No, and we need to stop over, that. Get the, caught. We're not kicking you out. Right. The only way to stop that, and this is this is where I 
had a hard time arguing uh, last week with this was that it's not about having, you know, the children. Oh, they're children. Yes, I understand that. But we have to stop the flow. We have to change their minds from sending children. That I, I agree. I, I definitely agree with that. My because it is that was the thing. Because what I think it was CBS did interviews in Mexico. The Mexican president stated how much of a coward Biden is already. Yeah, with dealing with this whole situation. Um, Kamala Harris was asked, "Are you going to the border?" She said, "Not today." One day, maybe. The fact that they believe this is all a game really shows the severity of our situation as a country. Because if Mexico thinks we're a joke, you know, fuck well, China thinks we're a joke. Korea thinks we're a joke. Russia thinks we're a joke. Yeah. And, you know, and... You Iran hear, thinks we're a joke. You hear people from the left saying how Trump made us the laughing stock of the world, but at least they weren't walking all over us. Trump did one thing. I think the only other president that could do this besides Trump would be Reagan is go to Korea. And he also brokered three peace deals in the Middle East. I mean, yeah. is well, him, his administration did. Um, I think one was even his son. Um, but, you know, that's the thing. And I, I liked how they did it, though. They didn't do it directly with Iran because Iran didn't want to do the deal, period. Didn't want peace. So he did with every country around Iran. Yeah. Forcing and- Iran to have to be like, and you know what we have now? We have a pussy of a president that is trying to make deals with Iran, that is showing, that is giving them a voice again, is giving them the balls again to try to uh, um, send out these terrorists. Trump stopped that for the most part. That was the things like, and instead, we have Biden, who's going to go ahead and blow up a bunch of camels and say, oh, we're retaliating. That was the thing. Okay, so we didn't we didn't start any wars. We were coming out of wars. Trump did one executive decision by taking out that one Iranian gar- uh, head official. Uh, general, I think by it the, was. Yeah, by, yeah, by the drone, by a drone. Simple, done, no casualties, but the person that they were going after. Fine, great. Oh, well, Joe Biden goes, oh, well, uh, they're, they're doing shit. I'm just going to drop four Apaches and let them fucking just smoke this area. Doesn't make sense at all. I don't think at that logic. It's the same logic Obama used. That's all Biden is, is Obama. He's 
Biden is basically saying, I don't want to live in Obama's shadow, so I want to do everything. Whatever he did, I'm going to do it bigger. But I don't even think he's making the decisions himself. That's the thing. He, I don't think either. Hey, he's a, he's a puppet. And, and I'm glad you said that. Jimmy Kimmel did an interview with Barack Obama the, the year he was leaving. They asked him if he would do it, if he would be able to do a third term, would he? He said no, but he said if somebody else would take the mantle and he could be the voice behind the mantle, done. Wow. It would not. That's basically what Loretta Lynch was to Obama. Yeah. So and Dick Cheney to George W. Because there's sometimes Dick Cheney just yeah you never saw him, but then you see George Bush make these moves, and you're like, "That's not you. That that's somebody else." <laughs> you know the thing is, is I know we're going way off topic, so oh, stuff yeah. we're kind of like meandering all over. But uh, this is fire talk. This is guys standing around a fire talking. That's what you're listening to. And the thing is with uh, with George W. Bush, he was a Republican. Dick Cheney was a Republican, but I wouldn't consider either of them what is now conservative, small government, get out of my way, you know, let so, me do my thing kind of. Yeah, the last true Republicans been Reagan. I, I, I flat out you know, always will say that because... I mean, if I don't, my grandfather, my uncle will kill me. Um, I mean, literally, he will take me out and shoot me, probably. Um, but even our candidates, I mean, you take McCain and then you take Romney. Fuck Romney. Well, honestly, I'm, I, I'm mad that I voted for McCain because I feel like I threw that vote away. Not because I voted against uh, Obama, but because... If McCain got in there, he wouldn't have been much better. Yeah, no, I, I don't know if he... You know, Romney, I mean, they basically built Obamacare off of Romney care. And th- and that's fucking garbage. Yeah. And uh, I mean, how Romney can even call himself a Republican or... I mean, he can maybe call himself Republican, but how he can call himself conservative if he does... I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprising if he wasn't um how was it polyg- if he wasn't a polygamist since he's from Utah um it wouldn't surprise me whatsoever you know he looks like he would have multiple wives but um, then you know and the reason that we got Trump is because the conservative end of the Republican Party the real conservative libertarian type of end of that you know we're looking at these rhinos basically in mccain and romney that ran and won and then they get in the general election and not one of them would throw a punch they would they would they would get hit 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 back and forth and try to rope a dope and think that that was going to win and it, it because it worked for george w bush yeah uh, oh, I'm just gonna, 
but I'm we're not even Sylvester. dealing with the I'm same the Rocky, Democrats. The the Rocky mentality. It's not about how hard you can hit. It's about how hard you can take a punch and keep going. Yeah, um, I think that was their mentality. I think they went off the Rocky. Uh, <laughs> they 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 were um, basically like uh, you know in uh, what is it? I, I, th- I thought uh, McCain fucking had a bloody nose there the the first time he was up against Barack Obama. I will give Obama credit where credit is due when he has to campaign and do his speech. He can he can get a crowd going. Though he did have his backers. I will not deny that whatsoever. I've I wanted to go to a Trump rally. I actually wanted to go to, to the nice. January sixth event. Kinda of fucking glad I didn't go now. I know. Um, Do you know my dad called me up uh the like two nights before or night before and said, Hey, there's a bus going down. Uh, do you want to go? And I'm like, no, dude, I'm working. My, I can't take off work. I have a, and... So, I have a I have a really good friend of mine. Um, he works for Teamsters Union in Washington D.C. Dude works like three jobs, but he was at the Teamsters headquarters when this all happened. He was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go down. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't I don't know if you should go i really i was like this seems this seems way too much like a setup because i'm paranoid um and it was i mean flat out that was a complete setup and i've been watching the case on that too on the january 6th because i have nothing better else to do during my fucking mornings with nothing no kids um and they've proven no guns were uh, brought back. The only gun that was fired was from Secret Service. Uh-huh. There was no physical damage done to the Capitol building other than people sitting on Pelosi's desk, kicking their feet up and chilling out and screaming. Well, I mean, they broke very some inappropriate things and... down the hallway. I, I will, I will fucking, uh, I will give them that. Um, I do remember the YouTube video of that, of the two spec ops using the rally to sneak through to steal Pelosi's laptop. That was it. Because everyone's like, because they flat out said on camera, they didn't realize they were being recorded, said, we're not Antifa this time. We're we're here for you guys. And then disappeared. Who knows what came up of Pelosi's laptop? And uh, I'm not going to. I I've gone down the conspiracy train more than once in this last three months, four months. Fuck. Um, but all right, I, I've spun way off topic. <laughs> no problem. Uh, so, um, you know, as we kind of get to uh, the January sixth stuff, my thing is is I think there were a few bad apples there. And a lot of people that were pissed off, but genuinely went down there to protest. And once I think because energy, the, the hard part with energy, we deal with this, uh, you know, this theory and broadcasting and theater and all, you know, psychology deals with it, that 
there is this idea of group energy or group thought. Um, The simple example to give is, have you ever watched a really funny movie at home by yourself and laughed, but, you know, it wasn't like doubled over laughing, but you watch a similar movie in a movie theater, all of a sudden everyone starts laughing and makes everything funnier or everything scarier. Yeah, that laugh track kind of fucking does it for most people. (laughs) But there is, and so you have, you have energy and basically what you have is you have, uh, you know, small handful, uh, I think of the people that were there, it was less than 1% that actually went into or up to the Capitol. Uh, and of that, I think most of them were, um, you know, just people that were there initially, they weren't, uh, they weren't proud boys. They weren't, they were just there initially to protest. And then the crowd started moving forward. You get that group mentality. They're already, uh, protesting because they believe that, and I think rightfully so that, um, with the direction of the Senate, with the direction of the media, with the direction of the, you know, everything that Trump was basically the last stand until the next uh, election to be able to stop all of this left-wing bullshit from going through this left-wing bullshit that's happening right now. Like, as we're going to, let's talk about this right now, like the gun grabbing. You know, every time I say that they're going to take our guns, that they're going after our guns, uh, you know, people are always saying, you're saying, oh, you're conspiracy. No one wants to take your guns. No one wants to stop anything. They want, quote unquote, common sense laws, which is basically a euphemism for we have no actual data to support what we're saying. So we're just going to throw this word out there because it sounds pretty. Yeah, no, no, uh, completely. Um, I, yeah, they, they were coming because this law that he wants to sign through executive order, um, I really hope it gets fucking challenged in the Supreme Court. I really do because this will fuck with not only Amendment 2, but Amendment 4. Um, of the Constitution. Um, and the reason why I say Amendment 4 is because of what they're allowing the police to do. You're talking the uh, the red flag laws. Yeah. the red With the red flag law, they could look at you and say, oh, oh, so you have guns. I don't believe, I believe you're a danger to yourself. Give them to me. I'm coming in your house to take them. Well, it's... But, it. it... <sighs> It goes against every legal principle that we have, which is that's where Amendment Four is, right? The 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 property of search and seizure, right? And then on top of that, they're not even doing an investigation when they do it, and so all it takes is somebody that you know you get into an argument with some, and probably some leftists, it. By basically saying, oh, he has, I know he has guns, and he seems unstable to me. And that's all they need. They have it in Oregon. I know they have it in other states. Um, I want to say, uh, is it Maine or Massachusetts or something that uh, 
uh, like a year or two ago, there was actually a, a shootout because the police illegally went to go confiscate. I mean, it, it's legal, I guess, because they made the, the state had the red flag law. But basically, uh, you know, um, it goes against civil liberties. And this guy did not want to give him up as it's going to be all across the nation when police there, or anybody else comes to take your guns. So far, I believe there were five states that signed um, into their state constitution. Uh, fuck the federal government. You can't. Your federal regulations for weapons does not apply to our states, which I think is unfortunately the way the states are going to have to go. I know California ain't going to fucking do it because California is a bunch of pussies. Um, Oregon's not going to do it. Uh, they're all basically, I lived in Oregon. Oregon hunt. is ran by, uh, the city of Portland and Clatsop County. That's it. Um, yeah, fucking Oregon's a cunt. Their mayor. Um, he's a... okay. Before you say that, I'm going to say you take, if you look at, uh, the actual like red versus blue voting, the, the state bleeds with the exception of Portland. The problem is, is that most Democrats state that land does not count for. Um, yeah, well, you know what? When a bunch of liberals in the city are affecting a bunch of farmers and ranchers, and Look it makes a big fucking difference. Look at the state of Pennsylvania. For for a fact, the whole state was red except for Erie, Pittsburgh, and Philly. Everything else was red, but they were blue. Because those three areas were blue, it went to Biden. Uh, Michigan was Biden the same thing, Lansing and Wayne County. Wayne County has Detroit. We technically, I watched the count. Pennsylvania went to Trump. They fucking cheated. And I will fucking, you can't tell me wrong. Um, and I'll tell you, if you want to fight me, I'll fuck tell you, you know, fuck yourself. And I will throw a punch you. I won't, I won't hesitate. Um. Oh, I yeah. Um, I remember the night of the election uh, getting uh, Facebook um, IMs from people that were down in Wayne County that were uh, um, watching the counting. They were literally told to go home, and then all of a sudden they started counting more and more and would not let them back in. Would not let. Yeah. yeah. And so they were sending out uh, uh, messages to um all of us you know that are friends of friends of friends saying you need to get down to wayne county they're doing some shady shit down there that was uh that was a thing i mean they they say this election was the most free non <laughs> yeah. uh fraudulent election of all elections i'm like i call fucking poor shit on that um, no, but they say that the Republicans, you know, try to suppress votes. Oh, give me a fucking break. Okay, Georgia, I the mean, Georgia law. Look at Georgia. The Georgia law doesn't suppress one vote. It doesn't suppress anybody or anything. It makes it, it, it easier more to vote. opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. It's Stacey Abrams. And then she's, she's part of that famous rat pack of the the left the progressives um so but the problem the is the failed governor she, stacy abrams 
failed governor. Was, or, yeah, run for governor. She was in New Jersey when they correct when they updated their election laws, which are very similar to Georgia's, but was very happy about it. Where Georgia has 17 days of early voting. New Jersey has nine. And you, and you know what? Here's the other thing. That whole bullshit of you can't take food or water uh, to while you're standing in line. It's BS. It's not right. It's incorrect. They, they, they're trying. They don't want food and water with advertisements. That was the problem. Well, they don't want inline the, electi- electri- electioneering or however it's correct. That they don't want them to try to boost or threaten or anything for elections. That's what they're trying. They they don't care if people have food and water in line. No, the Girl party. Scouts can go set up a water booth if they want. The uh, you know the the thing is is they don't have a problem with that. But if you're within 150 feet or standing in line then somebody for a with you know that represents a campaign cannot come and offer you anything to be able to vote their way to try to sway votes at the last second technically i mean since we're on this we're we're all we've moved into georgia voting laws technically if we want to be really fucking particular about this during the 2000 2021 primary for Georgia. Um, Biden broke a federal law by offering $2,000 checks to everybody if these two were uh, awarded. Um, that's bribery. Yeah. Uh, that's extortion. That is buying your vote. Uh, that's a no no. Um, and again, if you don't believe me, you can fucking you prove me wrong. Somehow fucking prove me wrong. Um, two. Delta and Coca-Cola. They're now oh, sticking God. their neck. Or in the MLB are sticking their neck out. Uh, you need a fucking ID to get on an airplane. You're going to go to Delta and say this is racist? You don't want to give them your passport because this is racist now? No, you um, want to know what's racist is thinking that minorities, uh, in particular black minorities, don't know, are either too dumb too lazy or um, they, yeah. they to, to be able to know how to get a free or or too broke to be able to get a free state ID. The the governor, the new governor of Georgia is trying to sign up a plan to give everybody free IDs. Yeah. Free state IDs. And yeah, yeah. Tell me how that's fucking racist. Fuck you all. Um but Coca-Cola is already under scrutiny for having training sessions telling people to be less white. And you know how to get, if you are ever invited into uh, the headquarters of Coca-Cola, you need to have an ID to get into their meetings, to get into the building, yada, yada, yada. How is that fucking any different than someone going to vote, to have an ID for vote? Baseball, you need an ID to drink. You need, need an, an ID, ID to get to, in. For sometimes. will call, you have to have a. Yeah, you have to have your you have to have your state ID for will call. Mm-hmm. If you bought tickets online and they're on the will call thing, you must provide your ID. I'm gonna tell you now. 
I've done will call for hockey games. I've always had to give my ID, and I don't give a shit. Here's an ID. Just because if you want to do it, you're going to do the right thing. Because You want to know who shouldn't have IDs in the state of Pennsylvania? The Amish. Why? Because it's against their religion. When I went to go vote in 2020, you know how many fucking Amish people were at my voting fucking place? There were at least eight carriages full. And I'm like, how are they voting? They all had IDs. So if there's a will, there's a fucking way. Right. The uh, The other part of that is saying uh, that uh, they somehow have to go. Okay, this is the big one of the bigger lies that I've heard is saying they have people have to go to a voting location or the uh, the county building to get an absentee ballot and show their ID. That's not true. They can get uh, apply for an absentee ballot online. It asks for your driver's license or state ID or your voter's registration card. Yeah. I mean, and they even expanded uh, the voting times from from nine to five to seven to seven. Right. And well, every other Sunday. And so and then, uh, well, then they say the other lie of, uh, yeah, well, the the voting's only open from nine to five. That's when people work. No, it's open on the day of election from seven to seven. The prior weeks before that is up to the county. They can be from seven to seven, but they have to be a minimum of nine to five. Correct. But they can be open seven to seven. They have to be open two Saturdays before they have the option of Sundays. And if you get an absentee ballot and you have the choice of dropping it off at the, at your uh, polling place, uh, which the box has to be secured inside the building, which would close at five o'clock. But you still have the option of mailing it. I don't know about you, but I've dropped a lot of stuff off in the mailbox after five o'clock. Yeah. Uh, so there's there is not one thing, and everybody, uh, you know, saying that this is this is racist. No, the only thing racist is the leftists and the liberals' reaction to it and their belief that minorities and especially black people, cannot get an ID or cannot vote. There is not one thing that stops anybody from voting. There is not one thing that there's no pay to play. There is nothing like that. It's complete and utter bullshit. My, my problem with this, the whole conversation is that they're calling it Jim Crow 3.0. The problem is, is the only people in history have ever said Jim Crow laws have been and always will be the Democrats. There was no great switch. No, no, that that's so false. If you ever tell me that there was a switch, I can promise you I can. I did a fucking 18 page paper on the Civil War. I can tell you there was never a switch. There was a switch when. After the Civil War, the Democrats moved from the South to the North and the Republicans went from the North to the South because they already had their money and they were established and they were buying cheap land. That is the only switch you can ever talk of. But Democrats are still Democrats. Republicans are still Republicans. KKK is all fucking Democrats. 
that was put into effect to stop rebellious slaves, reformer slaves from their former masters. That was the reason why the Ku Klux Klan was originally formed. If you don't know, look it up. Hey, you have Woodrow Wilson that showed Birth of a Nation, oh which idolized the Ku Klux Klan in the White House and called it and said it was like history written in lightning. You know, yes, so, but everyone thinks that, yes, black people had it worse during slavery. You couldn't be no lower than the Irish. Irish were, were lower than them. Yeah, Irish were slaves also. Yes, they were. Right in the beginning of the colonial times, Irishmen were all slaves. Yep. 100%. Yeah, there were signs. You could be white, but don't be Irish. It's the negativity, yes, of how our country grew up is absolutely terrible. But back, you got to also remember, it was a way different time. We have no control of what our ancestors did. We need and you to can't... learn from it and move on. Right. That's exactly it. And the thing is, is, you know, to judge a previous time based on our morals now, like there's going to be a time in the future, 50, 100 years from now that are going to judge us. Yeah. So, you know, barbaric, you know, barba being barbaric, I think they're going to judge us about allowing, you know, uh, children to basically be mutilated by doctors for to be, you know, because their parents want them or they want to be say that a boy is a girl and they're eight years old. So their parents are going to get them on uh, puberty blockers. Um, yeah, I mean, we're just or in my opinion, abortion. You know, I think we're going to be judged by in the future saying you guys actually allowed that to happen. That or uh, pedophilia. Yeah. You do realize it is now a way of life in California. Well, I will promise you, I, I, I'll go to, I will see jail time. I will guarantee that if a friend of mine's child, my child, child that I know, a child period, is touched by somebody that's an adult, I will make you my play toy. Yeah. And you and know you what? Will, Right now, there is more slavery in the world than any other time in history. Oh, Jesus. So, look at the Middle East. The Middle East is full of it. Well, look at here in the U.S., in Mexico. I mean, Mexico, we're talking about the borders. They're literally kidnapping children to make them slaves in Mexico. Yeah. And we know what kind of slaves. Yeah, I, I would have. Yeah, that needs to stop. That's another know, reason know, for the wall. I know Andy would actually say it, uh, it's children, and that's the fact that it is children. You're going to tell me that they're not going to get messed up if an adult that they're supposed to trust does something that inappropriate with them, and it's oh, and they're like, oh, it's okay. It's not a way of life. If you believe that's a way of life, uh. I, I have many ways that you can just uh, late-term abort yourself. Um, 
Yeah. That, that is that is a very, very touchy subject for me. Um I I, I get I will I'm kind of speechless because I really want to say things I think I may end up causing more harm to myself than than I need to. But uh, <laughs> um, real quick before we go, I think I found a a clip from uh, whatever close this of uh, Biden actually talking about or saying vote for me. Come on, stop moving. Oh, from the Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see Georgia. Let's see him be an idiot. Of course, we have the uh, home court since 1959. Original Donald Ross. Gotta have the ad, gotta have the ad at the beginning. Golf. Go see OC today at BaconPointGolf.com. Thank you very much. May God bless America. Maybe your senators were just confused. Maybe they think they represent Texas. Well, if you want to do the bidding of Texas, you should be running in Texas, not in Georgia. Because you know what? You got a couple of folks running for the United States Senate in this state who aren't confused at all. John Ossoff, Raphael Warnock, they're running to represent Georgia. Nope, not that one. No. Maybe you're... That's the problem with not being able to cue these up ahead of time. Yeah, it happens. Um... My thing, well, okay. So we're talking about the two, the two members of Senate. The one uh, is still under investigation for assaulting his ex-wife. Yep. With a car. Um, I, I'm sorry. I don't. The, still a person. Um, but if you haven't noticed, they haven't been talking about Cuomo. No. <laughs> no. No, see, he Como was basically just to get the heat off of everyone oh, yeah. else temporarily, and they used these sexual allegations because they know that uh, if they mentioned him putting however many thousands of uh, people back into nursing homes and basically, uh, you know, uh, causing their death. I mean, he did. He he is. There's him, there's my governor, Gretchen Whitmer, your governor. Uh, and didn't uh, your... Jersey. Yeah, in New Jersey. Didn't your governor in Pennsylvania, or no, it was uh, the one that's now in uh, in Washington. Uh, the, Rachel the, Levine. The, yeah, uh, the director that, pulled, uh, that pulled his mom out or his... Pulled, yeah, her. No, uh, uh, her. Uh, oh, that's mom, right, the air uh, quotes. I'm sorry, um... It had a penis at one time. Um, pulled the mom out right before they made their order about placing active COVID patients from the hospital into nursing homes and put their mom in a hotel or an apartment and had bedside care for this person. I'm like, no. You, you you fucking cunt because my wife works in said nursing homes that, that ended up happening to 
and the nursing home had it, most nursing homes right now are understaffed because nobody wants to fucking be a CNA. No, no one wants to do it. And so my wife's I know my wife was running ragged and anybody knows my wife. My wife is one of the most hardworking nurses I've ever seen. I wouldn't I could never do her job. Um, one, I don't think I could look at that much ass and dick all day long. <laughs> um, old ass too. Old ass, old dick, old vagina. It. I. I don't. I don't know if I'd be grossed out knowing that that will end up being me one day, or the fact that I have to touch it. Um. And like clean shit. Like my wife tells me stories of old people throwing shit and shit. And all. I'm my like, sister was a CNA and had to clean up that. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, yeah, no, nope, you couldn't pay me. You couldn't pay me enough. Nope. Mm -mm. That's like a $50 an hour job. Then I'll have the, the the spunk to be like, I'll touch old ass all day long for 50 bucks an hour. Um, so for you girls out there uh, that are over a certain age, uh, Ryan saying he'll <laughs> gigolo himself for you. But... <laughs> Her nursing home got flooded, and her wing was dedicated by the CDC that it had to be the COVID wing. And I was just like, so the saying in my house became, if we get COVID, it's when we get COVID. Because it was like, oh, it's coming. We just don't know when. My wife is infamous for being a carrier um, of any of any cold mutation whatsoever she'd bring it home and i get it i don't i hate being sick because i my my body feels absolutely miserable um that fucking i i i more power for her but it pissed me off so much i actually emailed Governor Tom Wolf and told him how much of a fucking moron they were. It's, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. You're preaching to the choir here in Michigan. Everybody in Michigan knows that you know upwards of a third of the deaths in Michigan were in nursing homes due to them being sent back from the hospital back to the same nursing home, and the nursing home had to take them because if they didn't they were going to get their funding cut yep. and now that you have a lot of it was funding issues always yeah and then you have uh whitmer who is under investigation being protected by nestle who's our attorney general in michigan who basically those two are like sorority sisters or something or other and uh, Whitmer, uh, her information has been subpoenaed, but she won't give it over. She says it's confidential and, uh, Nestle saying no, uh, a governor subpoena doesn't need to, uh, be submitted because, you know, information that a governor says to, uh, run a state, um, isn't a part of the public uh, discourse like, uh, you know, a senator or a state representative would be. I mean, it's, it's so, but then you have, like I say, Nestle, who 
it'll be a year ago coming uh, this May that it's actually right about now a year ago that Nestle filed a lawsuit here in uh, Midland, Michigan, and told one of the uh, dams because I don't know somebody that she knew obviously uh, lived on the lake on a lake, and the dam owner who's in the process who was in the process of selling the dam because he didn't he wanted to get out of it. Uh, Why not? Lowered the lake level. Because he said, and he knew that the dam was not structurally sound enough to support a high lake level if we got rain. And Nestle filed a lawsuit, uh, said that the, uh, how did she, uh, in the lawsuit, she claimed that uh, because of um, mussels, you know, like uh, clams, that mm-hmm. supposedly live in this man-made lake uh, are endangered, and the lake level needs to be raised eight feet. And well, so awesome. he had to raise it. Uh, the you know the courts agreed because we have a bunch of fucking liberal courts here in Michigan. Uh, he raised the lake level, and. I want to say it was by the time it was all done, like two or three weeks later, we got a ton of rain over the course of a weekend. Guess what happened? It washed out that uh, dam. That dam uh, flooded everybody out that was down from the dam in the uh, down river from the dam. That river then broke through another dam, flooded out another man-made lake destroyed all of the houses around that lake the third dam it didn't actually break but it overflowed it and uh destroying houses and uh you know basically everything around that lake uh sanford lake and down towards uh midland michigan um they had to evacuate the hospital uh i know at least three people that basically walked away from their house because they were not in a flood zone. They were miles from the river. They were not in a flood zone, but because of this, their house got flooded. And of course, insurance wouldn't pay for any of it. Even people that did have flood insurance, uh, they didn't cover it because it wasn't an act of God. They said, um, it was an act of God. all right. And, uh, so anyway, so, uh, so it was easier for them just to walk away and stop paying on their house and let the banks repossess them. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's that's the type of person that Nestle is, is she's manipulative and she's strong armed. She protects basically her girlfriend, who is uh, Whitmer, and Whitmer should be in prison a along with these other governors that sent people back into nursing homes, knowing that there's no way, even if you segregated them on opposite wings, you can't stop a virus from going through the air vents. No. So, so stupid. It is. All right. So I'm going to move over to something a little bit much more lighter because we're getting intense here. 
Um, I'm getting intense. I'm getting pissed. <laughs> Derek Chauvin, yeah, we, that one. <laughs> right. Um. So I want to. I'm going to pick up where we left off last week with the Derek Derek Chauvin case. So I don't know. Probably, if you know, great. Uh, the medical examiner, not the doctor the doctor they've been having on for the last couple of days because he's a oh, theoretical man. doctor that uh, goes over lungs and how you breathe and whatnot. Did you hear the uh, um, the ER doctor that they put up there? Yeah, he was a goddamn moron. Oh, my God. The prosecution, like, it's... I- I'm going to say this right now because the news is not putting this out, but I've been following and watching this case. Um, their witnesses are getting torn apart by the defense, by the defense. Oh, yeah. In fact, one of the guys, uh, I believe it's uh, this uh, John Mercil, is being asked by the defense to come in as a defense witness my, when they... My thing is, is that, like, if you watch the news, they're not, they're only playing... George Floyd's family side. That's all they are fighting. The lawyer, the prosecute, the defense, no, the prosecutor. That's only their side. The the stupid fucking questions, basically making it a point to really railroad. And, and I understand the cops that are up there. I'm not. I'm not going to say that the officers that are going up there are. Uh, doing the blue code or whatnot, they're they're doing what they're do. They are going by what their training is. They're they are answering it that way. Granted, no, they are not cop not protecting cop. Cop is protecting themselves because the problem is is that many if Derek Chauvin does not get charged, city of Minneapolis will burn by well, BLM. Here's the thing right now from what I'm seeing, because don't forget, it's it's not preponderance of the evidence. It is mm-hmm. beyond a reasonable doubt. No That's doubt. the bar. And so far this week, there has been, if I was sitting in that jury, there's a lot of doubt. There's a lot of because doubt. Because they have to prove, not that he helped contribute to the death, but that he was the cause of it. Correct. So if you've seen medical examiner, he testified because he had to testify based on his finding. And I'm going to be honest, I'm going to go off a medical examiner's autopsy report um, over the ER's quote autopsy report because those two reports are two complete different views of this. Um the ER assumed that he, he died by asphyxiation, trauma to the neck. Problem. Medical examiner reviewed George Floyd's body. Literally cut through the aorta cavity on the side of the neck to see how damaged it was. Wasn't damaged at all. There was no pressure, no break. There was nothing wrong to his face nothing you read the medical examiner you see that george floyd not had one but three t- 
different narcotics in his system. Also yeah. had COVID-19, had high blood pressure. Unfortunately, like a 70% George... blockage. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it... Unfortunately, I will say this. This is my opinion, and this is why we have this show, because we have our own individual opinions. Dude had a heart attack while being arrested. He was going to die that day. At whose hands was going to be the ultimate factor. Well, and the, and the thing is, is did the pressure, um, the the stress position that he was in, did that raise his blood pressure? Did that possibly? But again, yeah, it, we're talking reasonable doubt. Possibly isn't like can... you have to you, you in all of these charges. Um, Derek Chauvin would have had to have known that he had these uh, underlying conditions and that he was on fentanyl, norfentanyl, methamphetamines, THC, um, you know. Dude was jacked out of his brain. Um, I understand that people do develop a tolerance. Unfortunately, this is why people, when you are on harder drugs, go the distance. They they push it. I mean, if they had known, yeah, they probably could have administered Narcan and probably pushed a lot of it out of his system. Um, but they don't do that until a person's stop the breathing. Is they have to know that he's not breathing because of drugs. And the right. thing is, where he was at in the in the body cam of Derek Chauvin. It is shown that he has a tab of fentanyl in his hand in the in his front of his car. Did Derek Chauvin know that he had fentanyl in his in his mouth? I can tell you the, that the angle you wouldn't be able to tell that somebody had that in their mouth. Um, so ten to one, he would have never known that to administer Narcan. Um, were the were they wrong to not administer CPR and or Jolt George Floyd in the ambulance. Yes, they should have made an, an, an attempt to when they realized he wasn't fucking moving. Should they have done life saving procedures? I believe so. But they also talked to uh, the defense, talked to the paramedics, and one of the uh, defense, you know, when he when they were questioned, asked. Is it normal for police officers not to perform life-saving procedures if they are afraid of the uh, environment? And that was, that's the thing is that those four officers were surrounded by. Oh people. yeah, and there was people being held back from by other people. It was it was done real fast, and him trying to administer CPR while handcuffed may have sparked something who knows right um and yeah i mean derek chauvin is in one of the worst situations in american history right now i've been i've been told by a few people that i thought were my friends basically telling me i'm on the wrong side of history if and i said uh, i'm i'm 
there's there's no wrong or right in this history book. There is just history. He goes, how can you think like that? I said, because I'm a realist. I'm not. I look at life as it stands. I take what I've learned and apply it to, towards my future. If I don't know it, I can figure, I'll do my best to figure it out. Or I know somebody who knows it. End of story. I don't. Being being a conservative, I mean, I was an independent for years. Becoming a conservative in the values of it, because it, it it's something being called that when you get called it the first time, and you're like, I don't know. My son said something to me this morning that really made me think, because we were talking somehow we got into talking about God. Um, Unfortunately, my aunt had made me read the Bible from front to back. God knows how many times. So I'm very well aware. And I told my son, and I said, he, we were talking about going to heaven and or hell. How does that happen? I said, it, it, God does not pull or send. You have the, the point in time like where the Grim Reaper will take, will know on the reverse sticks of which end you were going to be sailing on. I told, I told him, I was like, me and God have an understanding of all the times I should be not here and I've been sent back. It's it's not fun. Um, I told him, I, like, I have an understanding. He goes, what do you mean? You don't believe in God? I said, no. I have, I believe in God very much. This is why I leave it up to faith and I have an understanding with him. It it's that's how it is. And uh religion is is not having to go to church. Who cares about going to church? I was always raised outside could be church for all I care. Worshiping and praising God is is the benefactor in that situation. Um but some of the things that are happening now in this situation, I, I I don't, I think is some of the worst things I can say is going to be terrible for our history because people are going to look back at this whole thing from beginning to end and be like, why were people like this? Yeah. You know, and even on top of that, I think, because I, I was in the same boat last year when this happened, um, I fell back on, you know, what my training was, what my, and more what my experience was. Yeah. And my experience, as I've mentioned on here before, um, I've done that similar um, stress position that, uh, that Chauvin used and I've not held it for eight and a half minutes, but I've also not been in a situation where I had a person on the ground and then I'm being surrounded by people. Yeah. So, um, so there's, you know, there's that, uh, I don't see the evidence that 
he I, I base my opinion on the evidence that I see. And the evidence that I saw last year was, you know, initially I was horrified. And then I thought back to what stuff that I've had to do uh, that police officers to control a suspect. Um, we don't know. I mean, you take Chauvin. He's 140 pounds. And um, why can't I think of uh, the guy that um, died? Uh, what's that? George Floyd? Floyd, thank you. I don't know why I had a brain fart there. <laughs> um, Floyd, who was easily 100 pounds more than him. Oh, yeah. He had him by... He had him by an easy 100, 120 pounds and by like two feet. Right. Even people in handcuffs that I've had in handcuffs have surprised me with, especially if they're on drugs, with uh, the way that they can um, get that, you know, that that drug strength, that boost of energy, that. Oh, yeah, that adrenaline. That adrenaline rush. I had a hundred pound woman basically take me out because she was on uh, cocaine and Demerol. And I mean, she took me out. Uh, I had a partner who stood at like six, four, like, you know, two sixty. Um, you know, that basically, uh, picked her up and body slammed her had to. Um, and then we put her in the car and she, uh, kicked out the uh the back window of the car jesus christ um so anyway so the you know and that's the thing is you know when he was on him one uh they showed body cam footage i believe yesterday it was that they showed the shortened version of it they didn't show the his full that's the that's the thing when it first, when the body cam first first was leaked it wasn't the full cam. It was. No. It wasn't. It wasn't the nineteen times him standing there trying to get Floyd to comply. Just comply, man. Just come out here. Let's have a conversation. Let's talk. It. It got. Well, and it doesn't. He's just as his fault. And the thing is, like, he's yep. George Floyd is just as his fault for the situation he put himself in. And the thing is, is. The uh, the body cam footage, you know, one of the things that um, after watching this and the uh, this um, training officer, uh, John Mercil, oh, he's a fucking joke, but they showed him and they asked him, is his knee on his neck or is it on his shoulders? And the angle from the cameras, from the people standing by looked like it was on his neck the body cam footage showed that on his shoulder it was on his shoulder he was not on his neck that, that, that is... position i'll tell you myself and i have seen dozens of other police officers hold people in that position for a long time because you need to keep weight on them so that they don't go wild on you 
I, I wonder if the Floyd funny family will have to give the wrongful death suit money that they just won from the state of Minnesota or from the city of Minnesota for the wrongful death of Floyd if they can prove that if it is proven that Derek Chauvin did quote kill in or intentionally manslaughter uh, with George Floyd. Even even the manslaughter uh, that he, they charged right him with, now, he would have had to have known. Did. Yeah, he, it's coming. It's all coming out to where, honestly, I don't think he's he should be charged with it. He did his job. As could Derek Chauvin be a cop? Uh, no, he'll have to fucking retire. Retire? He's going to have to move away. He's going he's, to have to basically go into hiding. This is the biggest case to, since OJ. He's going to have to go to witness protection. He'll yeah. have to go with his protection because they will hunt him. He will be, he will, he'll need I don't even be, think witness protection. He will have to be secluded completely. Yeah, he, and, all, and that's what's sad is that, that we, we as a country has destroyed this man's reputation just you in know, general. And, and they did it. And they did it because from, because from the vantage point of people that, are not seen, not in there, not close enough. Yeah. It looks worse than it is. And, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe something else will come out in the trial that'll make me think different. Like I said, if I was on the jury right now, there's not, uh, so far, they they can't prove uh, Chauvin, you know, wasn't the cause. What they can do is they have to not prove that he was the cause. Yeah. Um and and then on top of that, he they might possibly even still try to sue him personally. I don't know if they can. Um, I think I think that was within the wrongful death suit. Okay, um, that's usually. Yeah, I know. I know. There's uh, usually immunity there, but um, but anyway. If, so I then, think Derek Chauvin would technically lose his immunity if he is one found guilty um they're not going to protect him but if he's found not guilty or found not guilty i don't i think the case of double jeopardy would come into effect well no if they sued him no. that would be under civil court and it would be preponderance of the evidence they're suing him based on the same lawsuit they would have used for the wrongful death right like remember back to the oj oj won yeah. in try in uh criminal court lost in civil court yeah. um but right. the thing the thing is is so you know we have that we have the uh paramedics uh you know that said that uh you know it's common for them to come up on a scene and for police not to be able to resuscitate or do life-saving because of the environment you have uh this you know lieutenant john mercil who said that uh you know he was even asked if he's ever put anybody in that similar or that same technique and he said he has i mean so, you know, there's so much that the media isn't showing. And I think because it doesn't fit their narrative, they want the narrative that if he is either a hung jury or they find him uh, not guilty, then um, it's then then the only reason for that would be racism. 
That's what they want. They don't want the general public to be able to watch and see and know all of the facts. They want it just from one side. No, I mean, unfortunately, this is, it's come down, I hate to say it, it's come down to water race. I've, I grew up in a state where it, it was pretty, pretty balanced between, and I grew up people as people. I didn't, I didn't actually, I think my best, one of my best friends growing up, he was a black kid. We hung out, but now it's, it's sad. It's so sad. The fact that is that if you're right now being labeled white and racist kind of just, uh, it irks me. It's like, I don't, I'm not one, so don't label me one just because I'm this. But you talk about getting rid of everything that is racist. You left Cracker Jack on the box. You left uh, the Pilgrim from Quaker Oats on his box. Why Why keep, and Colonel Sanders from Kentucky Fried Chicken. Um, why did you leave them on theirs, but yet take Aunt Jemima away? Um, and the other one, I can't, oh, and, um, Uncle Ben, um, why did you take them away? You, you're literally taking that funding for that family away. Um, race should never be a factor anymore. We're to that point in history. It's only, it's been, yes, it's been 86 years since the the final things with slavery was finalized and uh, it's it's over you, you should not be using it as a crutch anymore my family in louisiana had slaves i will not i will i i mean i read that my family history yes they had slaves in on the plantation in louisiana did you know they were treating the slaves right, paying them a fair wage, and helping them get to the Underground Railroad? Didn't ask. Didn't know. You knew my family had slaves. If so does Kamala Harris's. Families, yes. If you knew what families did, especially in Louisiana. Louisiana was one of the top slave owners they they were horrible my family was trying to give them i know my family was trying to give them a better way in life and the fact that it is is that you're always going to hear the first part you're never going to finish the story what happened in minnesota right now is one of the worst things that got pulled out of nothing it was nothing to begin with. If it was not an election year, this would have never made headlines. It was you know, used politically. That's you know, what's terrible. A part of me wonders how much the Obama administration has to do with our current environment, too, with that. There was a study, oh. and this is a few years ago I read, so I'm not taking the time to try to find this right now. Um that uh, uh, racial tensions, uh, not, and when I'm not talking like white supremacists, I'm talking 
general racial tensions actually um, got worse at, within two years after Obama took office. It was at the lowest point in 2007 and 2008 when he got elected. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I would not doubt that whatsoever. Um, I mean, he was the deporter. Um, look, look at what's happening in Chicago. There's a Thomas Jefferson Elementary um, has been voted on to change their names oh, to, yeah. to the Barack Obama Elementary School. Eh, here's what's funny. The head of the school board is an immigrant who was who came to this country under the Barack Obama administration and was deported came back and claimed asylum the correct way while Donald Trump was given asylum get in he earned his citizenship that is why he's on the school board and this is why he is fighting with every tooth and nail to make sure Barack Obama does not get an elementary school in Chicago so actually it was a really quick uh Google search. Uh CNN has a uh has a uh thing from uh um October fifth, two thousand sixteen. Um so that's you know, a month before the election. Oh yeah. Um and uh a majority of Americans say I'm just gonna read the first paragraph or two say Americans say relations between blacks and whites in the U.S. have worsened under a Barack Obama, according to a new CNN ORC poll. The survey results come as an increasing number say discrimination against blacks is at a very is a very serious problem and concerns about bias in the criminal justice system are widespread. Overall, 54% say relations between blacks and whites have gotten worse since Obama became president, including 57% of whites and 40% of blacks. That's up sharply from compared to with last June when 43%, so 10% difference, uh, 11% difference, um, said things had gotten worse shortly after a racially motivated shooting at a black church in Charleston, South Carolina. Yeah. So I'm not surprised that whatsoever. Um, so, I mean, the thing is, is I definitely leadership has a part to do with it. And I think under Obama, you know, when it came to um, uh, who, what was the one uh, that took place in Florida where you had uh, um, uh, there was another big trial that took place, I want to say in like 2013-ish. Um, in Florida? In Florida. Um, George Zimmerman trial. Yeah, shit. I completely forgot about that. That was another one that I said uh he he was gonna uh be found not guilty. Um which basically that's what gave rise to BLM was that one. Um so anyway, uh you know Which I believe is a, a racist conduit to Yeah. Well 
But anyway, uh, so that was another one that all my friends told me, you know, I'm racist and all of this when, you know, George Zimmerman, who I don't even think he was white or is white. Um, but either way, uh, you know, I said, no, the facts are he was attacked and he fired. And Florida has a stand your ground rule. And not only that, then it came out later in the uh, trial that not only was he attacked, but the uh, attacker actually took him to the ground and was bashing his head in the ground when he pulled his firearm out. Yeah, um, I just pulled it up. So, yeah, it was 2012 when it happened. Um, And then he was acquitted in 2013. Um. And then I just pulled up this article from NPR that the Zimmerman uh, family is suing Trayvon Martin for a hundred million dollars. Um, I don't know. This is back in 2019. I'm not sure if the, this all fa- uh, was finalized yet. But what George Zimmerman did was correct. I think he was in self-defense mode versus I'm going to kill somebody. Um, no. Um, and that's the same thing we have here. Yeah. Nowhere in any of the body cam footage, nowhere in Trevally. any evidence does it show that any of the officers, including Chauvin, Chauvin, however you say his yeah. name, went out there and basically said, you know what? I feel like, uh, you know, beating on somebody or killing someone today or killing a black guy today. None of that. And the thing is, where he was, and they went to the call laws when they were, when the officers were grabbing it, when the 911 came in, it was, it was him and another car. Those were the only two cars in that general area to get there at a quick enough time. It was just by standard of luck that they were there. How they didn't know who they were going. It's not the, right. They got the call and they were like, 10 miles they were like 10 minutes out they're like oh we'll take it even though we're further away and these people are closer it's just it was just fucking coincidence there's too many ifs that don't make sense in this whole case that make you don't get me wrong i think derek chauvin will get punished in some way shape or fashion for this just to please the crowd and that's what's sad yeah i Uh, i don't know any last thoughts on this and i think we should take a break and come back with some more light-hearted news oh yeah so uh we're back and um any last thoughts on uh chauvin i think i mentioned uh that during the break i saw uh that uh a police doctor tells uh the jury that drugs could not have killed uh floyd because he was coherent and fighting for his life quote unquote as he was held down and that uh the fentanyl uh, couldn't have been an overdose because there's no saying what his uh, individual 
um, threshold was. Uh, 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 that came from the Daily Mail. I understand that came from the Daily Mail. I have nothing against the Daily Mail. I have. I will. I will. I'm gonna watch this thing to the end. Unfortunately, I. I gotta see what happens. Because some of the stuff that's coming out, it's like. You said this already, and now you're back. They're backpedaling, and it's like, stop it. <laughs> just stop it. All right. You're just admit you're afraid, but you're gonna tell the truth anyways. So, all right. Uh, so, um, last bit here. Uh, what do we got for uh, anything fun to talk about? Oh, taking our kids on airplanes and not letting them wear masks and getting kicked <laughs> off. That 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 sounds like fun. <laughs> All right. Oh God, do we oh. need to talk about that? I mean, so they were kicked off a of Spirit Air Air airline because their two year old was eating and not wearing a mask. Yeah, but they also had a special needs child that had a medical exemption, so he didn't have a mask either because. Of his 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 because of his special needs, the mask triggers his seizures. Yeah, don't wear a fucking mask. No one cares. Um, in fact, uh, the only person on that plane that cared was that steward. flight attendant. And, and he was he was escorted away by the cops. Yeah, not... and they let the family back on the plane. Yeah, and the the flight the the captain came out and said that he's on his way to his next um, his next job. He's being escorted. I said, "Oh no, he's being escorted by cops. He's going to jail." Yeah. Um, here's the problem with as soon as someone says metal exemption, you're not allowed to actually ask why they're medically exempt. No, that's uh, a HIPAA violation. That is a HIPAA. And if you don't know what HIPAA is, um, be imagine you bent over and getting rammed in your ass, no lube, and all jaggeds. Because that's what HIPAA will do to you if you dig into somebody's medical history without permission or of any need whatsoever. HIPAA stands <laughs> for uh, Health Information Privacy Something Act. Yeah, um, my whole family is medical, so I've, I've, I've oh, I'm sorry, res- Health Information Portability and Accountability Act. Yeah, if you and mo- and the thing is, most medical people are are unionized. That, that's what's that's what's always great about it. a lot of those hospitals are unionized. And the minute you go to the union and say HIPAA, <laughs> it's like we're not touching you. <laughs> I'm sorry. What you what what did you say? He he broke a HIPAA law. Ooh, they're gonna they're gonna lose their fucking license now. They they don't fucking that 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 is the one thing I think saves a lot of people if they actually know how to use it. <laughs> um, because you you can't ask you you can't if I disclose my own issues. That is not anybody else breaking HIPAA. If you disclose my issues, that's HIPAA. <laughs> so 
All right. So on to something funnier. A Georgia man received 91,515 pennies as his final paycheck cashes out. Uh, I saw that and I thought that was absolutely amusing. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the guy who went to go pay his last car payment in change because the bank teller was an asshole this just hurts my heart because he had to carry it around a wheelbarrow a wheelbarrow wheelbarrow well this one so 90 91,500 so 915 dollars and 15 cents um and what was great is the um the grocery store he went to for the uh pennies did to do the the um the coin the exchange start? yeah they rounded it up to a thousand dollars that's awesome um, like, but yeah like how <laughs> i'm not sure whether to be whether to laugh or be pissed at this uh um employer because uh, not only were they pennies they were oil soaked pennies yeah so the dude had to take the time to clean his pennies before he can deposit (sighs) and a note that attached that read just read fuck you yeah that's about it yeah and i'm like (laughs) you um i don't i don't know what i if i were ever told fuck you and said oh here's your last paycheck Oiled soaked pennies. I'm like, no. <laughs> you keep it. Give me a check. <laughs> oh, this is a so coin star heartbreaking. Came to his assistance after his story went viral. The company picked up uh, all of the pennies, which he had stored in a wheelbarrow with a flat uh, tire. With a flat tire. <laughs> <laughs> and basically gave him a thousand dollars in cash yeah you know i kind of want to if i if i ever have to pay somebody i really now want to pay them in oil soaked pennies <sighs> don't be that person jason don't do it he spent an hour or two every night cleaning the pennies and got about five dollars worth each time each night that I mean, that was just such a dick move. Last paycheck. Here's a fuck ton of pennies. Enjoy. Home, oh, by the way, I, I dumped oil on them too. Oh, I. There's there's a photo of this on Instagram. Yeah. Or video. Video. Oh, I need to. I need to. Is there a video? Yeah. I need to. I need to play this. Let me send yeah, it to my other video. computer. I'm going to put it in uh, Discord. And let's see here. I need Discord. Ah, it won't go. Here, talk amongst yourselves. Um, oh, man. <laughs> you're like, no. No. Send this to the other computer. 
that video is literally just like five seconds of just fucking pennies with a love note that says fuck you in the middle of it. Fucking this is, pennies. This is so great. I I feel bad for the Georgia man that had to deal with 99 some thousand pennies. I but I also don't want to pay him a thousand dollars for it to take him off his hands because I don't want to deal with it either. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you would you want to deal with that? No. More power to the coin star people for taking that on. Good for you. Still a lot of fucking oil soaked pennies. Oh, he got it. Yep, I got it. Pennies. Probably a thousand dollars worth of pennies and a little love note. Hmm. Okay. So if we ever get this up on like YouTube or um, someplace else, because YouTube probably won't let us last very long. Uh <laughs> <laughs> we'll go to rumble we'll um, go we'll go straight to rumble yeah fucking um, rumble. yeah we'll have video that you can see but uh i'll put the link in uh the show Man, notes i don't too. know i don't know if we could if joe rogan could be on youtube i think we could fucking be on YouTube. youtube yeah but YouTube. Joe, the, it, the thing with youtube is is they kick people off not because of swearing but because of politics so yeah we won't last in um but yeah so that is oh god just I, looking I, at- I know i played a video on facebook and anytime i play a video i put a video on facebook it tells me um are you sure you want to do this this contains this information this information this information are you sure i'm like um I just I've looking i wonder if i can pause this Look at all them pennies. Right? Just all that right there. Oh, man. Look at that. That's a, that's a, that's a. That's like Scrooge McDuck. Like, you know how he swims and used to swim in, uh, uh, in his his little, in his big ass fucking vault bank. His big ass. Yeah. Yeah. How he used to swim in it. Um, growing up, I always just assumed, uh, that thing was filled with pennies. Oh God! I I I was a big fan of Gizmo Duck from Ducktales <laughs> and Darkwing the, Duck. The 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 duck version of RoboCop. No, the duck version of Iron Man. What are you fucking talking about? He's the duck version <laughs> of RoboCop. <laughs> yes, the duck version of RoboCop. Yeah, I always I always was amused. Of the the TV screen slash cell phone in his stomach. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> but it we wasn't a watching... cell phone then, because there wasn't like the term cell phone in the early nineties. Yeah, right. Um, I forgot what they actually called it. Uh, I think it was a, his communicator or something. They did. I think it was a communicator. Because um, they relaunched Ducktales yes. recently. With David Tennant. Mind you, 
I fucking watch it. Um, Scrooge McDuck, whoever is playing him in that series, in the new series, spot fucking on. Yep. Spot fucking on on his attitude. Um, and he does. He has the the very first dime. And I mean, they reference so much old, all, all the original stuff, which I think is great that they go back to their, they, they mention their roots and they just showed a version of Gizmo Duck not that long ago. And I was like, it, it, suffering succotash. <laughs> oh, blather and blather. Blad, yes. Blabler. Yes. Blather. Yes. I have suffering succotash. I'm thinking of fucking Looney Tunes. Uh, no, so, uh, Blather and Blatherskite was the command the dude would. And then at one time, it turned into a fucking dumbass pilot uh, oh, for uh, a hot minute. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, uh, Launchpad. Launchpad McQuack. There it is. He was Gizmo Duck for like a hot minute. Um, <laughs> boy. You know what, though? Um, speaking of throwbacks, I, yesterday, um, okay. no, this was uh, a couple couple days ago. No, it was yesterday when I had my last migraine attack. Um, yeah. And one thing when I have my migraines, the way that they work is I can't really open my eyes, but sound doesn't bother me. So I have to have something playing on TV. Otherwise, it just drives me nuts. Not... Oh. And, but it can't be like a TV show I want to watch. It has to be something like where I'm kind of interested in it, but not enough to open my eyes and try looking at the TV. So, um, as I was trying to figure it out, uh, what I was going to, um, I stumbled on the Paramount channel or Paramount plus, which is, yeah, I have Paramount plus. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, that is a fucking gold mine now. Of mine, because not only do they have like the old MacGyver from, they have all the CBS shows, but they also have the old Nickelodeon shows, the old MTV uh, shows. They have Beavis and Butthead. And last night I had to show my son, like I, when I started feeling better, I'm like, okay, we're going to watch a few things. And we went through uh, some old Nickelodeon stuff. I'm like, okay, first thing we're going to watch, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, I love it. The original, because evidently they remade it. Yeah, the the newer one was garbage. The old one was great. I remember staying up, sneaking out, staying up to like past 9 o'clock. Oh, yeah, yeah, because it was on Snick. Saturday Night Nick. Yeah. And then um, after that, I showed him Salute Your Shorts. Um, cause the nice thing is these, you know, they were half hour kids shows. So they, yeah. you know, without commercials, they were like 20 minutes, yeah. uh, 22 minutes. So anyway, and then I showed him, Hey dude, do you remember? Hey dude. <laughs> I do remember. Hey dude. Yeah. Good so, Lord. and then after all that, he didn't care for salute your shorts, which floored me. Cause I'm like, are you kidding me? And he didn't care for Hey Dude, which just hurt me like none other. Um, he was too afraid of uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark, uh, which makes me go, how are you our, our child, my, right. my wife? Like, 
have you looked at our DVD collection? I literally have a degree in horror films. Like that's my, that's what I studied in college was horror films. Um, anyway, but I'm sure he'll grow into it. He's, you know, young, he's still nine. So, um, but then I thought, you know what he might like? And I, and he, and I like, let's show him double dare. And then as soon as I was about to push double dare right next to it was guts. Oh, I fucking loved Guts. Nickelodeon and I guts. showed him I actually Guts. tried out for Guts <laughs> all those years ago. Back at the old Nick uh, Studios in Florida? Yeah, we my I was down in Florida with my grandparents. And it came across the television for kids to come out. I begged my grandparents to take me. Because I knew my parents weren't going to fucking take me. My grandfather took me, and I tried out. I didn't make the show, but I fucking I gave so, it my all. Before I go into my story, I have to ask, what's a tryout like for guts? I figured they just like randomly pick kids. No, no, they they they. It was a miniature version of the whole, the final arena, like the aggro crag. Yeah, literally, it's the first so many to climb it. Yeah, that was really it. And it was a race up. and But you got like 30 kids trying to run up the aggro crag. At so you're like pushing time. each other out of the way. And oh, God. It was grab the like ankle elbows. and yank them down. And, and I'm going to tell you right now, it, was guy, it wasn't just guys going up at one time and girls going up at one time. It was guys and girls at the same time. And I'm going <laughs> to tell you now, little fucking girls are worse than fucking other dudes. Oh, yeah. At least... If another dude hits you, they, they're going to be a little hesitant to do something because they know it's going to fucking hurt. Girls don't give a fuck. Fly, fuck what they do. Um, so uh, where I grew up, uh, we had this like mound. I don't know if it was like an old trash mound that they covered with dirt or what it was, but it was a mound. It was a hill. <laughs> sure. And we used to play king of the hill. And that's what I'm imagining oh, right now is like King of the Hill, where you try to race to the top, but once you're at the top, then you have to defend against everybody yeah. else trying to knock you off. Speaking of King of the Hill, so the I I was my I was in eighth grade. Um uh, in Maryland we had uh, no I wasn't fuck I would I know we were in the, our house at the time as a kid. Ninety six we had a blizzard blizzard of fucks for the state of maryland because it we got we got the blizzard from both directions from the south and from the lake effect so lake effect blizzard suck well this is the year that it came through michigan went through the lakes went straight for some reason the air current instead of pushing it up and out it pushed it down to catch the other snowstorm and then went back up so maryland got put under i think almost 36 inches of snow that year and where i was at i mean yes we are very fucking prepared for snow not 30 fucking six inches of snow to the point to where i can go on the back of my on the roof of my parents house at the time and sled off it into a snow pit and still be fine we used we to were, do that. 
We, of course, I grew up in Michigan cul-de-sac. where we get snow like that. We lived in a cul-de-sac where I was at. One of the neighbors went and rented a bulldozer to actually dig out. Oh, that's awesome. Our, our cul-de-sac and made a one row so everyone had to follow the directions. Had to go up and go around kind of thing to make sure where all the snow go from the cul-de-sac in the center of the cul-de-sac fucking thing was at least 72 inches tall um, <laughs> and all the kids were like king of the hill yeah we we what you built, do we put footings in and everything fucking hand grabs once you got up you're allowed to do anything to make sure nobody can take the hill from you but kick them in the face that was the main yeah, rule yeah no kicking in the face it was, it was basically it was basically wrestling on top of a hill. Yeah. And then but it got to a point to where a certain section got so slick if you bounced off it it could slightly give you a concussion. <laughs> um but people would bounce and then slide, but we always had to be sure that when we did it that there were no cars coming around the circle either. <laughs> and we built like full-size igloos. God, so those are the days. So circling back, because I want to follow up on that. Um, so my <laughs> son is now in love with guts. Um, I had to put the Paramount Plus on his iPhone so that he could watch it last night in bed. Um, yeah. I mean, he is just loving it. Uh, and today uh, we introduced him to Legends of the Hidden Temple. God, I love that show. He, he loved that. He liked that one too, but not as much as Guts. Um, oh yeah, because I think Guts came after Legends of the Hero of the Hidden Temple. Guts probably. was that like I think that last strike for Nickelodeon, yeah, kind of show. Um, uh, um, and well, in Legends was also you know it had to deal with like they had to answer history questions and then yeah. guts is just we're gonna make American gladiators for kids for kids. Yep, that's exactly what I pictured it when I first saw. I was like, because oh, so, I watched American Gladiators. I love American Gladiators. Um, I've seen it. I've seen it recently. They tried to reboot it, and it, it's yeah, it wasn't Ronda Rousey or no, it was um, what's her name that yeah. uh, was on the Mandalorian? Um, she was on it. Uh, Gina, 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 Cardano, yeah, Gina Carano. Like um, um, so but yeah, I uh, remember she was on it, but it just it wasn't the same. Because. You know, I mean, when you hear some of the names like Turbo, Nitro, Razor, and and it's like, yeah, you know, it kind of like, um, well, that's that that fucking sucks. I'm gonna get my ass beat now because it was always these skinny people, and then you see the gladiators, and they're yeah, it's like these guys with uh, you know, that. Have glasses worse than mine, and they're like a hundred and twenty pounds soaking wet. I mean, they were, and they're like, and the gladiators are so jacked. Fuck, the women were jacked. I, I, I was was like attracted and intimidated at the same time. My favorite event uh, was the assault, where they had to go and shoot balls, or they were getting shot at uh, with uh, shot at by the ball cannon. 
by the ball cannon, and they had to jump and or run from one to another to another, and to shoot, try to try to use an air a giant fucking Nerf gun, yeah, basically potato cannon, um, to hit a bullseye, bullseye, yeah, behind them, and it was, it was, it was easy but hard (laughs) because the bullseye was pretty big. But you got to remember, you got a guy at the other end of that just shooting like. And it's not like those things actually shot like. It's not like oh, I'm going to aim and it's going to shoot straight. Like one of them was the uh, uh, the rocket launcher that every time it shot like the people that actually hit, you could tell they like aimed way high because it always fell. Yeah. And then the last one was, I'm just going to throw balls at throw the tennis ball at it. Throw yeah. tennis balls at three, it. You have three tennis balls you have to throw. Um, but thinking back, because uh, your, your King of the Hill thing uh, kind of remind me, how did how did we not die growing up? Like, think about like I, us growing up, our parents growing up. Like, it really was survival of the fittest back then. I never wore a helmet Darwin. riding a bike. We We had... We we had Darwin in our lives. Um, the the history of Darwin is it's it is the fruit of survival. Um, if you can't fucking cut it, Darwin escorted you out. Um, how how a lot of us li- I mean, l- lawn darts. Oh yes, and you and you know the I'm the sorry. rules of that is you're supposed to stand at one end and throw and then walk to the other, and that's not how anybody played. In fact, there was times I would throw them straight up into the air and watch it come down like a foot from me. Yep, it was a throw it up in the air. Let's not let's see who gets hit by the law dart first. How I haven't I didn't get stuck with a lawn dart was amazing. I caught one of those things out of midair coming straight down. I actually was able to reach. I had because I was a catcher back in the day. I had really my reflexes were so fucking snappy. It was ridiculous. Caught this thing out of midair. It cut my hand up. The fins. Because it was coming back down. Oh, yeah. Because there's big plastic sharp fins. Yeah. I was like, oh, yep. I went I went into the house. My parents looked at me. And they were like, why? I don't, I don't know what you did. But why did it have to do that? I said, I don't know. Well, now they have lawn darts that aren't even like darts at the end. They're like, they're, they're like weight, blunted they're like little weights. They're like yeah, they're like weights. they're like weights with rubber around it. And so, uh, this is where I watch TikTok, and I get when I get bored. When I was watching a video on TikTok, someone had the old lawn darts, but their fins were broken. Guess what fins fit on the old lawn darts? The new fins from the new lawn darts. <laughs> <laughs> he literally bought the new lawn darts, removed the fins, and they fit perfectly on the old lawn darts. And I'm like, you know, they did that purposefully for the older generation to have. For lawn those darts. of us that yeah. still could find them at a garage sale, right? Um, the the thing is, one like my my kids riding a bike, and my wife has them having wearing a helmet, and I. I completely understand where the helmet save your head. How many times have I tried to fucking do a backflip and fall on the back of my neck with no helmet and still live? It's amazing. Oh, dude, I, we used to <laughs> we used to ride bikes without helmets, 
And I would try to stand on the little bar in between. Try the to surf. And try to surf it. Durf every time, every single time on concrete. Um, there was one time sledding. Uh, somehow we decided to sled and I got a stick that literally missed my eye for by millimeters and hit me right, like right under it. Um, oh, snow. We used to, cause in Michigan, we would get tons of snow lake effect. Right. And growing up now, we don't really get like this year. We got like all of maybe a foot the whole year, oh, but <laughs> um, prior to that, we used to get feet upon feet upon feet. Like what you're talking about. That was like yeah. us every, like every oh, day. Yeah. And so we would take the snow and pile it all up. Like, like you said, uh, and then we would build these snow caves inside and yeah. make our, make snow forts in there which is great until the snow collapses on top of you. And I couldn't tell you how many times I've been buried alive. We generation X and early millennial are the oldest of the millennials. We are the are, oldest of the millennials or I am. I, I'm the first, I'm the first year millennial. So there's that middle generation between um, 80 or 79 in 84 they're called zennials that would be it's, me then that would be me um we're generation x and millennial mixture because of how our parents grew up and we are the last fucking batch of uh the internet first coming out i played my son the dial-up sound and he looked at me he goes what was that I said, that's how we had to get on the that's how we had to get it on the internet. He goes, No, it isn't. And he said, Yeah, 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 it fucking was. Holy shit, uh, and somebody calls the house? Fuck. Uh, I was like, <laughs> and and ninety five percent of the people I use the internet with, we were all on AOL. He goes, What's AOL? It's called America Online. It, it was it was a user interface. That made our everyone's life so much easier. That was basically everybody in that, that I knew. Was, I don't know Google. of anybody that had that something else. That was Google of the time. Yeah. Because um, it had everything you can think of. But I know, like, I don't, I, don't, I my, my son's nine and he has, I don't, he doesn't have a cell phone, but he does have a phone number. He has a, a gizmo watch. Um, so he can be able to call people, do little like auto texts to people that we allow him to have communication with. And I'm like, I didn't, I didn't get a, I did get a phone my junior year, but I was actually the only, the only reason why I got one is because I'm a product of divorce and my parents wanted to buy me. I think I bought my first cell phone when I was a junior or a senior in high school and I got them prepaid that I, I was on a contract with Bell Atlantic. Oh, bought out. <laughs> oh, Bell, Bell, and, Bell, Bell. I remember and Bell. I was the only kid in high school with a cell phone. I got caught with it in my pocket. I was running and I had my Jinko jeans on. 
fucking oh jinko jeans i had them man i had i don't remember well, the names of them but i remember it uh had a uh 28 well, inch leg well i i could i had really i had i have really big legs i have really big, i'm all leg little torso um you would never know that now but that's how i was back then um i had i had the four pockets in the back you know the one fucking pocket that went to the back of your ankle you reached down for your wallet and... <laughs> god help you if your wallet fell in that pocket yep um that was always that was the things like whenever we went to like because it was DC, always on the right side and that's the side i put god. the wallet on yeah and the thing is it's like oh if you go to dc oh yeah they always say never leave your wallet in your back pocket because you'll get picked try to fucking pick a jinko gene i'm sorry <laughs> you're not fucking happening it also, lose had, your arm in it there. also had like carpenter style side pockets. Well, I was running because I was running late. To, I was delivering stuff for my class to other teachers. Came back, my phone flew out of my pocket. I felt it, caught it midair, and threw it back in. Security guard was right above me on the stairwell, looking out the window, watching this all happen. <laughs> and he goes, uh, You're going to just give it to me? Or I played dumb. I was like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I don't have anything on me. He goes, I saw you catch your phone in midair and throw it back in your pocket like it was nothing. I just said, fine. So I gave it to him. I was suspended for the I I finished out the rest of the day. Yeah, because having a cell phone, you're a drug dealer. Um, the next day, I had an, I had a meeting with the principal by lunchtime. Me, I'm very fucking impatient. So when I got to school, I walked into his office. I said, I have a meeting with you this afternoon. Can we just do it now? He goes, yeah. And we had the conversation of why I had the phone. He goes, oh, okay. Here's a bus token. You're suspended for the rest of the day. See you tomorrow. I didn't even take the bus token. I took the back path through the baseball field back to my house. <laughs> my dad my dad saw me when he got home. He goes, what are you doing here? He goes, well, I got suspended for the day. Why? Uh, you have to go pick up your phone from the the school. He just rolled his eyes at me. He was like, "God damn it!" Well, <laughs> so my parents had a cell phone, the big old brick phone. God, um, I don't. I don't. I had one of those, and I do. Um, I, I feel. I figured I could do assault with that phone. Yeah, you could. Uh, it was a bludgeoning weapon. Um, and. They would give it to me because I was on the wrestling team and anybody that's a wrestler knows, I think more so than any other sport, you don't know when you're going to be back. So they're like, okay, the uh, tournament, we leave for the tournament at five. Okay. What time you be home? Well, we hope by five or six in the evening, but it could be closer to like one in the morning. Yeah. Um, so they got me uh uh or didn't get me a cell phone they would loan me their cell phone which i think cost like 40 cents a minute um it was free after nine o'clock um no no these weren't <laughs> oh no no this that wasn't at that. that time it was later that that came um and so yeah so it was like 40 cents a minute so literally you know, on the bus, I'd be calling when I'm about a half hour from the school because we lived about a half hour drive from the, our school. Yeah. 
And so I'd call and I'd be like, okay, mom, we're on our way home. Bye. And hang up. And then I want to say right about my junior year is when they came out with them prepaid phones where you bought the phone, like the phone was like three or $400, but then you had to pay like $50 for like 20 minutes or something like that. Or maybe 50 minutes. It was something like that. And yeah, I think like 50 minutes and but you also had to renew it every month. So it was yeah. only good for 30 days and 50 minutes. So either the month ran out or the, and so I remember like being really like at the beginning, like not talking to people or like being very like short, like, and then by the end of the month, I'm going, man, I have 25 minutes to burn. I, I need to burn these minutes. I need to call people and talk to people. Now I'm thinking, man, that wasn't even that much time. Like, a, like I could have given the phone to my sister and she could have had that used up in no time. Right. Um, but Not I was like- a high school guy. And then AOL, I remember also being in high school and we could leave our school during lunch uh, and, yeah. uh, you know, go to McDonald's or wherever. One of my friends... Uh, lived close to the school. So we always like our parents would give us money or we'd have my, uh, you know, for lunch. And instead we'd just go to his house and raid his family, raid his fridge, raid his fridge. Well, he had AOL. And so of course, bunch of guys in high school, what are we going to do? We're going to look up porn on AOL. Mind you, this is dial up porn. So like, and you know, you see the little thumbnail or something. You're like, it. ooh, click on her. I want to see her. And you'd be like line by line, filling in, going down. Oh, and, yeah. And it would take forever for a picture. And mind you, these are like, what, 100K pictures? They're like they were, could, by today's standards, so tiny. Yeah. So fucking, it was. That, that's the thing. It's like. I remember the old trick with uh, collect calling. Um, with I used to do phones. that too. I used to collect call. Oh, what is your name? I would read the phone number of the fucking payphone to my parents on there. Like, oh, do you accept the charges after they would get the photo? No, click, and then they call me back. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, I didn't used to do that. I used to do the. Would you accept a call from? This is Jason. Come pick me up now. Yeah, I had those two. I had I had those two. Or, um, um, you know, this is Jason. I'm in front of Meyer now. Bye bye, or something like that. And so, um, yeah, I don't miss those days. I, or driving, I mean, and uh, we didn't use CB radios. We used uh, the walkie talkies. Walkie talkies, but they were the old Motorola ones. Yep. That. Man, they they were like a hundred dollars a piece. They ran on like five double A batteries or six double A batteries. When yeah, when we when we go on family, see, this is when my family likes to go on vacations together, which I I I can't fucking stand. Um, my parents would have a CB in the station wagon. They would have the radio in the minivan that was behind us because the minivan would carry all the luggage because it was so fucking big. Um, 
and then there was another one and each one and that funny thing with those is you can pick up actual CB truck driver radio. So it was fun to listen to some of their conversations while going down 95. <laughs> uh, nope. I think I lost you. God, can we go back to the 90s? I'm going to give you a minute or two oh, here. God, please tell me I did not crash. All right. With that, Ryan's not back, so I think that's uh, the end of our podcast. So uh, with that, I'd like to thank you for joining us uh, at Fire Talk Radio. Don't forget to uh, leave us a voice message at 814-380-9820. And uh, send us an email. You can leave uh, a voice message on that or even, oh, are you back, Ryan? Yeah, I'm back. I don't know what the fuck happened, but everything just went dead spinny and i was like oh god what just happened and then you that came back as you were given the contact information all right well i got the uh, phone number uh do you want to give them the email that they can uh it will be fire talk network at gmail.com all right thank you guys and uh we'll see you next week hopefully the Woo. world doesn't burn anymore god hope not we can only count to four we can only count to four we can only count to four